0: Kreischer has secret time. Two guys talk tennis have story time. Story time. <laughs> story. So welcome to the podcast, everybody. We got some stories today. So uh, basically, we looked at um, the issues that we've had with officials in the, last, uh, in the last episode, and we thought we'd share some personal stories about interesting encounters that Andy and I have had with umpires or officials. So mine, we have to go back a few years, Andy. So we're going back to... I believe this is 2001 jeez or 2002 so I'm playing um, I'm playing under 18s Nationals in New Zealand at Albany um, not the indoor center but the uh, no it wasn't Albany it was uh, Forest Hills Forest oh, Hills taking it back. Yep, yep um, and I'm playing uh, my last ever match um, of junior tennis. This is uh, the under 18 doubles final. Um, I'm playing with uh, Ravs Paul Ravkin. Um, so you can fact check any of what I'm about to say if I get any of this wrong, Paul. Um, and we're playing the final against Dan King-Turner and Matt Simpson, both of whom uh, went on to be, you know, varying levels of success on the professional circuit. Yeah. But Dan King-Turner was the number one player in New Zealand for for many years. Um, and he's a player that I had a great rivalry, rivalry. Can I say rivalry? Don't
1: know, can you? Rival- Have you been drinking or what? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't yet. Maybe that's the issue, man. Maybe I need one
0: since it's five o'clock on a Friday night. Um and anyway, so we we're in the match, it's five all, um, everything's going pretty well. The difference in this match is that we have not just an umpire, but lines people.
1: Ooh, nice.
0: I had never had lines people in a match before. Um even in when I'd played futures events, I'd had umpires, but I never had lines people. So this was a whole new experience for me, and I was like, this is great. This is fantastic. Yeah, like, Don't takes, even have to do anything. Don't have to think. Yeah, don't even have to think. I could be wrong, but I think we had a ball kid or two as well. Wow. It was, yeah, it was Dream. um So anyway, everything's going along pretty much, you know, as you'd expect. Everybody's holding serve. Um, we get to 5-all. Uh, Ravs is serving on my side, and it's 15-all. Um I can't remember whether it was a, a volley that I hit or Rav's hit, but one of us hit a volley past King Turner, and it landed right smack in the middle of the doubles alley. Okay. Couldn't, and not even that deep, just right in the middle of the doubles alley. You know, wasn't close to either sideline, it just was, what that's where it was. King Turner sort of reached to hit the ball, missed it, and just turned around and started walking. Like it wasn't even like a, oh, I'll, I'll have to call the ball out, as you instinctively do, especially as yeah. a junior, because you're so used to calling your own lines. Anyway, so very late, the uh, lines person puts out, and it, I remember it was a female, so the lines woman puts out her arm and says, out. And I straight away flip out. I, see I freak out. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a pretty calm person, but I... I well, I got upset, so I immediately start screaming, "What? <laughs> what are you talking about?" And so I, uh, I immediately turn to the umpire, the chair umpire, and I start saying, "What are you talking about? She's she's standing on the wrong line. She was standing on the singles line, Andy,
1: for a doubles match.
0: On the singles line what? for a doubles match. I, I." Ugh. I don't know why. I mean, obviously, for anybody that knows tennis, you have to stand there for the serve, and then you move over, right? She didn't shift. However, she didn't have to shift because this, she was on the ad side, and it was 15 all. So we had served to the deuce side. So she was just standing on the wrong line. Oh, God. Usually, you start and then you shift over after the first after the serve. She just messed up. She screwed it up at 5 all in a in at first. 5 all 15 all my last junior match my last chance to you know win under 18s nationals oh, so i'm furious so anyway i turn to the umpire and i start again pretty upset <laughs> pretty emotional you know i'm 18, 17 18 years old i'm i'm, I'm freaking out and um she's she holds her holds her hand up to me Yeah, i don't know why i remember the fact that it was a woman but it was she holds her hand up and i'm sort of like Oh, you're gonna hold your hand up to me? Okay, no, that's fine. And she she holds her hand up and says, um, "You're right. The ball was in the middle of the doubles alley, but since you asked me before I could make the overall, it's their point." What? I, 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 I had the exact same reaction, but there were a few more expletives thrown in, and I was at the point where I was like, "I don't even want to play. This is." I, I was so upset that I was like, "This is ludicrous." I turned to Dan and Matt. And again, fact check me, please. <laughs> this is how I remember it. And I'm being, did, can, <laughs> I'm being completely honest. them? I'm being completely honest. This is my recollection. I said to them, that's our point. You guys should give it to us. And they didn't. They said, we're going to go by what the umpire is saying. Ooh. And so that immediately left a very bad taste in my mouth as well. Still does, by the seems. Yeah, obviously I'm still upset about yeah. it. And um, Revs, who's... He's a hothead at the best of times and I say that with <laughs> affection my friend um he very calmly just said that's right let's we'll we'll, we'll figure it out we'll get Shit. over it we lost seven, 5 6 2 <laughs> <laughs> so that where that went from 30 15 to 15 30 we lost that game wow and then we lost that set we lost the match and that's it one point one point and it's it's and it's not just the one point it's your disposition completely changes yeah. I move from trying to win points to trying to hit them because i 'cause I'm pissed off. <laughs> I'm like, if you guys like, you guys don't really need they were the favorites. They were yeah. probably gonna beat us anyway.
1: They probably won nationals all the way through. Pro,
0: yeah. Yeah, they they played together all, all all the time.
1: Didn't go to play college, would they need it?
0: Yeah. So that that's that's my story of an umpire ruining my chance to win nationals. Wow. And if you're listening, I what a stage I'll accept that, an apology, yeah. but it doesn't doesn't change what
1: happened. <laughs> you gotta find out who those ladies are. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, exactly. 2000 umpires from New Zealand. Forest Hills. Damn.
0: Yeah. So, and I don't know what the rule was or if that was the correct ruling, but that just blew my mind. That's
1: amazing. Yeah. It's a shocker. I know. Really? It is, yeah. I got two for you, Gareth.
0: All right. What do you got? Um, Here's one.
1: When I was playing futures in Mexico, um, I made it into the last round of qualifying and I was playing Marvin Royal from the Bahamas um i was pretty shocked to make it into the last round of qualifying and he had a professional ranking at the time mm. um he was like 1400 1300 or something like that yep um i lost the first set against him in a tiebreaker 7-6 and it was pretty close so i had a lot of confidence going to second set um in the second set i broke him i don't know three all or four all mm-hmm. and won the set 6-4 at the end of that set he decided to break his first lot of rackets we'll say that plural all all of them first lot two rackets two rackets. bang bang code violation comes down from the umpire point penalty i start the next setup so
0: you had a chair umpire for this match. had a
1: chair umpire and i had an official at the top oh okay the main official came down to watch yeah once this code violation happened well second ones anyway Hmm. uh serving for the match oh sorry four three to me Mm -hmm. uh in the third i'm returning serve and i break his serve to go up five three He grabs his racket, throws it over the fence, grabs another one, (laughs) throws it over the fence, and the official, I look at the official, turn around, he goes, the match is over. Walk up, shake his hand, didn't have to serve for it. That's how I qualified for my first futures. Wow, that's fantastic. What I didn't know was Marvin had points to defend. Mm -hmm. Uh, If he qualified and won a round, he would have defended his points from the previous year. Through me beating him, he lost his ranking completely. Because oh. of the rollover system, so that's so harsh. Yeah, right? so it made you know the next week he actually didn't play next week. He flew back to the harness, He was so pissed the next day. But a lot of people they'll play next week. They won't get that buy through and qualies and have yeah. an easier pass through.
0: And you know that's the end for a lot of them. It's it's a cutthroat sport, especially as we've talked about, especially on those lower level tiers where you've got to if you you want to you know get your butter and bread and you yeah. know have something to eat. You gotta you gotta win some matches and
1: you gotta have the easiest pass possible. And if you've got that. Yep. ranking and you've got that buy or your seeding qualities it makes it just a little bit easier absolutely um, another one for you yep. in my first main college match we had a couple of screw around college matches to begin my freshman year then we drove up to texas tech uh, texas tech is in lubbock yep and they were a top 10 school in the country at the time was bobby knight coaching there at the time no he uh, must have just left maybe I couldn't tell you. Not top. He of my was head. the
0: basketball coach there for a while because yeah. he was Indiana, then Texas Tech, and he had he had that great rant where we used to listen to it driving to matches because he gets in the locker room. Somebody has, it's, and this is back in the day, so somebody tape recorded him giving the giving the <laughs> spiel, <laughs> he and appeal. he's just abusing people. <laughs> he's just saying, "If you just gonna let him run right by you." Then we're leaving, we get the fuck out of here, we're going <laughs> home. I'm so fucking tired of losing a Purdue and It's just like, Yes, Bobby, yes. Get into them. And even our coach would play it. And yeah. he and he was um he was he, Kendall, he's a religious guy, so he didn't like allow us to play songs with swearing on it. But when it was Bobby night, he you be like, All right, let's let's get pumped up. Let's Motivational speech. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Shit. anyway, carry on, I digress.
1: <laughs> so we drove up to Texas Tech. I think we stopped in Abilene that night the night before, about eight hours drive. We drove from Abilene to Texas Tech the next day, another four hours. And uh, we got there and played. Now, went out there, we played doubles, we got our ass kicked pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, went out there and played singles, and I lost the first set 6-3. You know, I'm 5-3 down in the second, and I'm serving. And because I've got a very average serve, I double-faulted on match point. The guy hit the return back to me, and I smashed this ball as far as I could out of the complex.
0: Mm.
1: As, um, as you do. Yeah, no worries. Uh, I lost, I hit the ball out. Done. I understand that. The official then says, code violation, UTPA. And I said to her, that's fine. Uh, the match is over. And she goes, well, that's fine. It goes to your highest player in your team. At the time, our number one player was a Mexican player, Kudivan, and he was down a set but up a break against the number one player at Texas Tech. And uh, that code violation put him down, I think, 30-40 or a break point down. He went furious, lost the ma- uh, lost that game and tanked the match.
0: Was he furious at you or the umpire? Oh, of course at me. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, and Ivan and I, a few weeks after that, we ended up playing doubles for about a year and a half with each yeah. other. So, <laughs> so you reconciled. Know, we reconciled it just over a few beers, but man, that was my introduction to college tennis, having and giving a code violation to the senior player on our team that was our number one
0: Boom, I actually the had the exact opposite happen to me So we were playing uh, St Edwards University which is a team from Austin from Austin that's right and uh, they traveled up to Kansas City to play us and we're playing on the plaza which is just this beautiful venue like right in the um, you know the beautiful part of Kansas City where all the shops are and it's an, it's the nice part right next to a park and a little river and um, <clears throat> I'm playing one and my buddy uh, duel is playing three or 4 I can't I forget which one he's I think it was 3 at that time and um, we are down 4-3 sure. in matches so we're both getting down to the business end of our matches obviously because all the other matches are finished
1: you go to 5 in division 2 Yeah, that's
0: right because all the doubles count as uh, 1 point each um, and so anyway uh, he's at the end of his match <clears throat> I'm, I'm at match point I'm up 5-4 40-30 jeez yep and he just finishes his match his opponent Throws his racket into the back fence. My coach, who's very much up on the rules, is like t- telling the umpire, like pointing at him, like get the look code. At that, look at that! See that? See that? The guy gets a code, and my coach goes yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he turns around. He's walking towards me, walking fast because he he's got that real quick walk, and he's going yes, yeah, because he knows exactly what my score yeah, is. Right, you've won it now, and, and he's just like, don't serve. don't. You know, I'm just hold, I'm just holding still umpire comes over I win the match wow yep. that's a so, great situation so we beat be St. Edwards 5-4 and that was like a big win a for clinch, us a clinch yep. a clinch
1: match on a code violation exactly wow
0: and uh, the guy I was playing I had a great rivalry with pl- I can't say rivalry No, you can't. in the last podcast I couldn't <laughs> say it either oh my god struggle I had a great rivalry with this kid Um, his name was he had one of the best tennis names I've ever heard Kendall Smashy Smashy yeah what a name yep and uh the girls on our team were big fans of his. Oh, this shit. is in this is in the early days of Facebook and um like this is 2005 and uh they I remember they all looked him up on Facebook and added him as a friend. <laughs> they were like, "Oh my god, he <laughs> added us." He added us. Yeah, it's great. What a good laugh that is. Yeah.
1: Wow, match point. That's the time to get it.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's a couple of good stories, Gareth. I'm sure we've got a lot more.
0: Oh, we do have a lot more. And I'm sure we'll get back to story time at another another time. And (laughs) we'll we'll also invite some other of our um, tennis friends on to share some of their stories. Definitely. Um, But yeah, so we are Two Guys Talk Tennis. That's Andy. I'm Gareth. Uh, Find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, or YouTube if you want to see our faces, of course. Um, or oh, Gareth's body in the previous episode. <laughs> <laughs> if you do want to see my beer chest, that's the place to go. Um, if you do want us to discuss a certain topic, please reach out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, if you like what we do, please subscribe, rate, and share. Tell a friend, pass it on, share a link, send an email. Do what you got to do. But uh, we'll be back next week to give, uh, give you a recap of the U.S. Open and look forward from there for the rest of the year. Come on, Delpo. <laughs> I think it's very rude to you. <laughs> All right. Let's catch you well later, done. everybody.